You are listening to Holistic Health Hour with your host, Dr. Nusheen Darvish. My guest on today's episode is Dr. Uzma Rashid, a conventional medical doctor originally from Australia. Dr. Uzma shares her story as a patient battling chronic fatigue. She explains how her health challenges led her to discover integrative functional naturopathic medicine which ultimately assisted her in her recovery. Her story is one of courage, perseverance, love, and learning. Dr. Uzma shares with us how the integration of the healing of the mind, body, emotions, and spirit helped her not only heal from chronic fatigue, but become more healthier than ever. Welcome, 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 Dr. Uzma. I am so very excited to have you with us here at Holistic Health Hour. I'm grateful to you for taking the time to share with us your journey and your experience with integrative functional and naturopathic medicine. This is going to be a powerful discussion that many would not want to miss. So thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for uh, giving me this opportunity to talk. Um, I really appreciate it. Oh, thank you. Thank you for being here. So why don't you share with us some of your background uh, and your experiences from the past? I'm a, a family physician. I did my MBBS from Fatma Jalal Medical University from Lahore, Pakistan. Then I moved to Australia. I did pass uh, Australian medical consent examinations. I did my residency in Australia, in Sydney. And then I chose uh, family medicine as a, my career to pursue it. So I was working as a family physician for many years in Sydney. I have worked in so many hospitals and so many different clinics. Mm, and yeah, that's pretty much about it. But I, I, I love, as a person, I love medicine. Yeah. Wonderful. So you're a family medicine pro- doctor who's been practicing in Australia, but then recently moved here. And you yeah. have a lot of experience in conventional medicine. Were you prescribing Western medicine to most of your patients at that time? Definitely, I was prescribing medicine. And uh, over the years, I just realized that um, uh, I'm not against like allopathic medicine, but there are times, uh, it, uh, there was time in my, my practice that certain number of people, you cannot help them. And then you got stuck there and you thought maybe there is some, there must be some other options. And, but uh, in most of the clinics, they won't allow it. But I think now over the years, I can see the change is coming. People are getting more aware of the treatment that what other treatments are available. And people will come to the clinic and they, they wanted more information. They wanted to know what else we can do, especially to prevent chronic disease management. So that's how my, my journey started towards uh, natural uh, treatments or naturopathy treatments, yeah. So why, uh, well, why don't you share with us your, your experience as a patient? Because not only are you a physician, but as most yeah. of us as physicians, we are also patients. So yeah. uh, what, what is your experience as a patient? I think uh, uh, I was, uh, as a, as a physician, you have, they have a lot of demand on yourself uh, to be a, a good 
competent professional, then you had your obligations to your towards yourself, and then your family, and then your home. And I was uh, I was doing too many things at the same time and trying to please everyone. And during those time, I just neglected myself very badly because then I had my babies, then I was working full time. So when you come home, there was no time for me to like have a nap or rest. And then I started getting very tired over the years. It didn't happen overnight. It happened over the period of three to four years. And then it reached the stage that uh, I, could, I wasn't able to continue my job. So I think I resigned from my job. I then took the given four or five months off, just trying to figure it out what's, what's wrong with me. And during those times, every time I went and me, my, my gender position, she said to me that uh, there's nothing wrong with you. Your old blood test came back normal. But I, I keep telling her there's something wrong with me. I'm not myself anymore. I, I'm, I'm a this very passionate person, but I just lost myself during the years. But she didn't pick it up. And then I started reading different books, try to figure out what's wrong with me. And during those journey, I met few people. I met few doctors in Australia. They have allopathic medicine and they have done also some education in uh, naturopathic as well. So I went, I met one of them and she diagnosed me. She that you have some uh, chronic viral infections. That's why you're getting so tired. So she treated me. I think it took me about seven, eight months that I, I, uh, I started to feel better, but not 100%. And then I, I, I moved to USA and uh, I was doing okay, but I was still, I have times, certain times of the day then I get very tired, most of them evening time. I get very tired and I, I thought oh, I'm okay, I'll, I'll cope, cope and things will get better. But then it, it didn't get better. And then I started searching different clinics that I should go and see and try to see what's wrong with me. That's how, how I met you, it's Dr. Darvish, that you came in the picture. So I have wonderful experience with you. Um, I think you are a... Uh, I think uh, now, if I see myself now, I compare by myself with like 10 years ago, I think I am in much better physical or mental health after a long, long time. That's so wonderful. So, That's so wonderful. Yeah. So yeah. can you share with us what kind of treatments did you do in Australia um, from, um, this was a conventional as well as a naturopathic physician, is that right? Yeah. Now it she treated me with the allopathic uh, like antibiotics, I think for about more than one month, and then she treated me with some antivirals as well. But I got a little bit better, let's say seventy percent better, but not hundred percent. And then I, I I met you, and we did a couple of treatments, like we did the I think I have done many treatments with you like uh, ozone therapy we have done yeah yes. and we have done multipass we have done i think uh, some other uh, intravenous i think infusions as well uh, i'm not i think we did also vitamin c as well with you yes but that, that helped yeah 
For those of you who are not familiar with ozone therapy, ozone therapy involves oxygenation of the cellular system and the organs of the body. So ozone is a gas. It is an unstable molecule. There are three oxygen atoms in one molecule, and it has the power to enhance both the oxidative and the antioxidative systems of the body. It's been used in uh, Europe for over 125 years as a medical therapy, but it's only been in the last 30 to 40 years that its benefits as a medical therapy have been actually documented. There's more and more re clinical research emerging on the benefits of ozone therapy. For example, with regards to viruses, ozone has been shown to weaken, or we can say inactivate viruses by activating multiple uh, functions and processes in the body. It has been shown to be effective in repairing tissue damage, um, often present in aging or in inflammatory-based conditions, such as chronic fatigue or arthritis or autoimmune diseases. Data from Europe has also shown ozone to be useful in both chronic and acute infections, in heart disease like atherosclerosis, in diabetes, in liver disease, detoxification, in memory and Alzheimer's, and uh, other neurological conditions, as well as it's been used as an anti-aging therapy. Because ozone provides ready-to-use oxygen by the cells, the mitochondria health, the health of our cellular engine improves in the presence of ozone. So healing of the cells begins after every ozone therapy and it can continue for up to three weeks. There are different types of ozone therapy. For example, ozonating blood to address the whole body will be different than addressing the joints, which is more of a local injection of ozone to help with arthritis or degenerative arthritis. Ozone therapies, um, this prescribed often at different dosages, and it acts differently depending on the dosage. For instance, at a lower dosage, it tends to be more regenerative, more anti-aging, while at a very high dose, it tends to be activating the immune system to fight infections and um, weaken or inactivate infections. And it sounds like you had a good experience with ozone therapy, Dr. Uzma. Uh, what was the procedure like for you? I think the procedure is like uh, you go to the clinic and then you, the clinic, the, the professional, mostly the people at holistic uh, integrated clinic are very, very professional. They will make you comfortable. You have to sit on a chair and then you got hooked to a machine. They take a certain amount of blood from you, then infuse it with uh, ozone and then inject it back in, into, your, into your body. Takes about, I think, sometime one and a half hour. Uh, mostly after the treatment, you feel a little bit tired the first few hours. You have to drink a lot of water to flush the body. Most of the time, it, it is quite a comfortable procedure. I haven't seen any major side effects from it, but I felt much better after second or third day. I, I usually see them, I am more energetic and quite happy. And I, I wanted to pursue my life, like I want to do things in my life, the things that passionate me. Um, and uh, my energy levels are, have improved a lot after that, so many years, I can see myself coming back. That's wonderful, that's wonderful. Ozone therapy is a really wonderful, powerful therapy. It's, you know, we can survive without oxygen 
uh, not very long, right? Minutes, seconds, whereas we can live without food for weeks. So oxygen is essential for cellular function. And when the cells are deprived, they get sick. And so when you give them ozone, when you give them oxygen, they wake up. And initially when the toxins are uh, within that cell, whether it's a viral or bacterial or what have you, in uh, and around that cell, that once the cell gets oxygenated, it starts doing its thing. Basically, it starts cleaning itself up. And that's where you feel some of what we call the Herx reaction or the detoxification reactions, which you felt as being a little bit tired. But then once the body gets the understanding that it can keep uh, cleaning itself and rejuvenating and regenerating itself, then you're, um, now energizing the body, stimulating the cellular mechanisms of the body instead of trying to clean it up because the cleaning up has already been done by uh, the initial treatments. You also are very much involved in energy medicine. Yeah. Tell me about that. Yeah. Um, I always have a fascination with, the, with energy medicine. Uh, but I never experienced it, but I wanted to learn about it. Uh, the, when we, I learned like mostly from books that we all have uh, like our, our aura around our body, it just fascinates me. Like uh, how we are connecting to the universe, but most of us are unaware of that connection. And gradually when you know that we are interconnected with the, with the universe and with, the, with each other as well, I think the, I, I like it very fascinating somehow. And uh, when I, I knew that I have some uh, uh, emotional, um, in 2016, I lost my brother and I lost my father as well. And it was a very, very difficult time for me. And I was uh, unable to, uh, to process the emotions and it was just got stuck in me. And, I, and then it was affecting me as well. So I came to Dr. Dorvish and I told her that I, I am my, it's been like five years that my brother passed away and my father passed away, but I cannot move beyond it. And, and then she said to me, let's do some uh, emotional clearing. But at that time I was not like, uh, I knew a little bit about it, but I, I didn't thought that the way it's going to affect me. And did we, we did a couple of sessions together and uh, out of my first session, I felt uh, I felt a bit relieved. After my sec second session, I felt that oh, uh, something is happening. I'm I'm more uh, I'm more aware of my body that I'm I am not at stuck. I, I my my feelings got changed. After my third session, I think I felt pretty good. The things I was I I was holding up for years, somehow I was able to let it go. And I, I become more comfortable with myself. And uh, during those time, I, I also went and I went to Pakistan. I saw my family and I saw my mother there as well. And uh, I always have a little bit of friction uh, between me and my mother. It was always there. But after, after doing the emotional caring, when I, when I saw her, I felt a change in me that I am reacting to her differently. And she was also reacting towards me a little bit differently. And I had a pretty good time uh, with her at that, like three months ago. And I came back very happy that uh, 
uh, it helped me like the emotions i i they were uh, affecting me somehow i was able to release them i don't know how but i felt great after maybe after my third session i felt great it's amazing you know how we project things to others and pick up their stuff and um, their energies without realizing. And as soon as we become aware of the emotions, the energies that we're carrying from others or maybe generations back, you know, the belief systems that we may have for generations that no longer apply to today's modern life, as yeah. soon as we recognize those, and we realize that those are stories and we kind of disconnect it from the cellular system, from our body and recognize that that was in the past, that was generations ago, that, or that was in my childhood, that no longer do we carry that burden in ourselves anymore and our cells wake up. Um, you know, I call this a block initially. So emotions can cause a cellular block. They can cause the cells not to function as well. And to some extent, for some people, it can lead to chronic fatigue like you have experienced. Others, it can lead uh, to memory loss. And even others can lead to uh, devastating conditions and inflammatory, chronic inflammatory conditions like uh, cancer or chronic pain. And so recognizing the emotions that are creating a block in our cellular system um, and, and uh, detaching it or becoming detached from those emotions and those stories or whatever we are holding in our system, then our cells wake up and start doing their thing. They start regenerating energy. They start utilizing oxygen and nutrition. They start detoxifying. They start fighting back infections that we're exposed to, the immune system wakes up, the hormonal system wakes up. It's a very, very powerful um, tool. It's a very, very powerful tool. Yeah, that's true. That's how exactly I, I felt with it. Like uh, I felt a difference somehow, which is very uh, amazing. Yeah, and, and, um, and it really does impact the relationships that we have with others the relationships we have with our partners, with our parents, with our siblings, with friends, uh, with ourselves. And, and I think it also affects the relationship we have with uh, God or supreme power uh, beyond us. So it's, it's really a powerful tool um, to learn how to experience that detachment. Um, I always say, you know, that we never we cannot see our own blind spot yeah true you know and so you always have to have not always but sometimes have to have somebody else point out your blind spot and once you point out your blind spots or your your blind spot is pointed out to you then you can recognize oh yes i see that block and you go by it and you may travel for a while and feel really free and rejuvenated, but then you may come to another blind spot. And that's when you need somebody else to, to show you what that block is again. And then you run with it again. And, and it yeah. is, a, you know, it's really a, 
a process. It's really a journey. I mean, we are spiritual beings. We are spirit, we're going through a spiritual journey in a very physical body. And so to underestimate the power of our spirit, the power of our spirituality in our physical health is uh, really a shame if we don't look at it, right? We really need to evaluate and address and treat not only the physical with chronic fatigue, for instance, but also the emotions, the spiritual journey that um, we may be going through and we're, we're stuck in. And that seems, um, that's what I hear your journey was about. Yeah, that's true, yeah. I also felt that sometimes the emotion got blocked in our body and they show in different ways. And everybody is different. Not every person sends the same things. For some people, it's like physical symptoms, emotional symptoms, psychological symptoms, but it doesn't go away until it is processed. It won't leave you. That's right. And, and you have to look at it in the face. Yeah. You have to look at it in the face. But I also believe that it's not just about looking at the negative, about the looking at, for instance, the traumas that we faced, but looking at the opportunities it gave us for growth, looking at it from a very positive perspective instead of focusing on that trauma from a negative perspective. Because as long as you focus on the negative, you'll continue to look at the negatives and um, you know, look at the world around you from a negative perspective. And, and as soon as you change perspectives and recognize the growth opportunities that trauma brought us and to be grateful for that and to send the love and healing um, to the individuals who may have been part of that traumatic event can be very transformative for ourselves because our cells are now getting some nutrition, some spiritual love. And love is really the key to well-being. Love is really the key to the mysteries of the world, to, um, to health, to our relationships. Without love, the cells don't function, our organs don't function. It's this ma major magnet that keeps the universe together, keeps you know the cells, the stars, where they need to be and function in that way. So as soon as we bring love into the trauma, as soon as we bring gratitude into the trauma, we begin to shift. And that's really what you did. Yeah. You brought in love and gratitude into whatever trauma you may have faced or your ancestors may have faced. Yeah. I think the... Uh, um, um... My, my first session, I was amazed that the, the feeling, I, the change I felt in myself. Second, third, uh, before that, I, I, I wouldn't believe it that much. I thought, oh, maybe I don't know what it is. And, uh, but then I thought, no, there is something there. It changed me somehow. Um, the things I was holding up for years, I was able to let them go. And you're right, uh, every aspect, every trauma, every experience has its negative and its positives. And, uh, and we have to see it both parts and like negative and positive. And it has to be, the healing comes from when you start to nurture yourself, start to love yourself first without putting any judgment on it. And if you keep on judging yourself negatively, of course, it's going to affect your body very, very badly. But somehow nowadays, I think uh, I our life is 
uh, has become so much stressful. We just started to neglect our uh, emotional part. We don't give attention to it. We're just trying to drag ourselves. I don't know which we are going. We're just not ready for, not, don't take time for ourselves. Maybe every week or every day we have to spend 10, 15 minutes with yourself, maybe alone and try to see what emotions are you going through with your body and to try to learn them and address them so that you can prevent your uh, emotional diseases as well as the physical diseases over the years. And it's going to take time. It's not going to happen like overnight. It's going to take time. But as long as we are willing to take, take care of ourselves, uh, we have to take the first step. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that, you know, that emotional dysfunction that we may be experiencing, that emotional disconnect, really, I think beyond that is a spiritual disconnect. And as soon as uh, we ask and acknowledge the supreme energies around us, the supreme power beyond us, and maybe perhaps the ancestors that have gone before us and, um, and acknowledge their hardships, their uh, journeys and what they have done in order for us to be here today, to be here in conversing you and I from two different parts of the world here together and interacting, coming together and healing as much as you're healing, you know, from an emotional and spiritual perspective, I'm also healing as a result of my interaction with you at every moment. And, and, um, and so as we look at this from a very much a broader perspective, a very much uh, a spiritual perspective, we recognize that we're really all connected, that this matrix, the cellular matrix is connected to the environment around us, which involves the spiritual matrix that's around us, which involves this electrical matrix that's around us and within us. And, and so it's, it's really a powerful tool to recognize that we are truly one and we are truly um, united and have the capacity to help each other heal just as much as we have the capacity to create drama and trauma for each other, right? Yeah, and so, <laughs> uh, so I think that the higher we're able to resonate, the higher we are as individuals able to increase our spiritual connections um, that we are able to see beyond the physical matter. We are able to see beyond the emotional matter and, um, and bring up the physical into a much higher frequency that allows it to heal, that allows the immune system to heal, that allows our bodies, our minds, um, our intellect, everything to begin to heal and to see from things from a different perspective. It's a really powerful tool. I'm so, I'm so grateful that you're sharing this information with yeah. us and then with the listeners, because it is really a powerful tool to recognize that illness is not just a physical illness, especially when it comes to chronic, even acute, even acute illness, even yeah. with the COVID that is going on, there is a spiritual lesson in all of this that we're journeying together as individuals, as families, as a community, as a global community. And so when we recognize that oneness within ourselves and amongst ourselves, 
it's uh, it's going to be pretty powerful in the healing effects that we get and and the whole thing's going to transform the whole world's going to transform as we each work on our own spiritual journeys and um, learn to love ourselves like you said and learn yeah. to love each other true so true so dr usma anything else you'd like to share with our listeners I'm not sure you can you can point me to, to the direction that which thing you wanted to talk about. Um, um, I I I I say one thing. Um, try to you know we we are in living in a very difficult scenario at the moment. I think we never been taught not not in our schools or never been educated that um, we all live in a very so much judgment around us. So I would just wanted to say one thing. I think whenever you think you're ready to start to do your journey towards the healing your body, uh, it's going to start with uh, with few steps. And one of the steps is we all take time and we just try to forgive ourselves for the mistakes we have made in our lives. Like it's a, like it's, it's a journey. So you're going to see something negative and positive. And you learn through all, all those experiences, not only negative and positive. I think the negative experiences impact you more. And uh, that's how, and that's why I think we should maybe it's take time and think about it that the way we can forgive ourselves. And that's the start of the healing process. The moment you realize that I have to, I have, I'm the, the moment I realized that the mistakes I made in my life, they, they, they're, my, they're my experiences. I'm not like uh, ashamed of them, but I'm glad I made those mistakes and I learned. I learned a lot of things from them. And then at times come that, okay, this is time for me now. And then I started forgiving myself for the things I thought I'd made a mistake and I was very hard on myself because that, that's our culture now in, in our atmosphere that you have to be like perfect in every aspect and I think as a human we are not supposed to be like perfect we have to be you have to go easy on yourself yeah that's right we're, we're always more a critic of ourselves than anybody else's of the, us. yeah and but I also think that it's uh, you're absolutely right I also think that we have to gain the courage to reach out to finding providers and partners in our health journey that are able to look at us as a full comprehensive individual, not just as a physical, not just as a liver or the heart or the kidneys or the lungs or an infection, but we need to also have somebody that will help us or at least guide us where we need to go to look at the emotions and all the other aspects of us as well as a whole human being. Because, you know, chronic fatigue is a prime example. Chronic fatigue, oftentimes there is hormonal imbalances, there are infections involved, such as viruses and molds and yeah. spirochetes and so many other infections that are involved in chronic fatigue. And then there is immune deficiency often. There's often nutritional deficiencies. There's often toxicities like chemical toxicities or heavy metal toxicities or environmental toxicities, yeah. toxicities, right? And then there is the emotional aspect of it. And oftentimes when 
when we are um, blocked at the emotional level, our body tends to attract a virus or mold or bacteria or something physical in order to bring our body back to homeostasis. Because the whole system, our body constantly is trying to create this balance within itself. If you have a foundation, if you're building a building and the foundation is uh, crooked, you're, you're gonna constantly shift the building as it's going up in order to create a straight line so that it doesn't flip over, right? But if we can correct that foundation, then the building will go up straight. And so if, if there's emotional dramas and traumas that haven't been addressed, uh, we tend to um, attract some of these other physical things that um, help the body come back into balance in one way, but actually cause symptoms in another way. And so just delving into the emotional realm or de just delving into the energetic realm may not be the first step in the healing process. The first step may be that we also need to look at the physical toxins that our bodies being bombarded by, remove those, and then look at the emotional level underneath it, correct those, and then address the spiritual and so forth. So it's a process. It truly is a process. And that, that order may be different for somebody else. Somebody else may need to have the emotions addressed first, then the physical stuff, and then the emotions again, it might be sandwiched. So everybody yeah. is so unique. Our combination to healing is so unique for every individual. And that's why it's so important to, to look at every individual, to look at every patient as an individual and meet them where they're at and start addressing what is the priority for their system in order to get back to the foundation and correct that foundation with them and for them and, and be really a partner in their uh, health journey. True. So any other words of wisdom, Dr. Uzma, before we come to an end here on Holistic Health Hour? Not all. I think I just wanted to say one thing. I had the uh, craniosacral adjustment for my migraines. I was getting migraines, let's say, every month. And then I did it, I think, five, six sessions of it. I think it's been now uh, roughly about one and a half year. I didn't have any migraines anymore. I don't get them anymore. That's wonderful. So I think, uh, yeah. Yeah, so I think people are not aware of it, how many things are available. And uh, you don't have to choose like uh, taking medicine all the time. There are so many other things available as well. You just have to look and find it. And you, you'll find it, yeah. I know. Yeah. Yes. And that's one of the things that we take our pride in at Holistique is we have so many different providers from medical doctors to naturopathic doctors acupuncturist to cranial sacral therapist, massage therapist, I mean, the list goes on in order to identify and have available what each individual needs to help them through their journey of um, conditions and towards their health and well-being. Thank you so much, Dr. Uzma, for taking the time to be with me here on Holistic Health Hour. I'm sure our listeners are um, so impacted by your wisdom and your experience. I really appreciate you 
And um, I continue to send you love and healing for your journey and uh, towards well-being. Yeah. Thank you so much for giving me this opportunity to talk. And I, I really enjoyed it. And I hope people will, will, people will help. It will help people as well. I am so grateful to you listeners for joining us today on Holistic Health Hour. Holistic Health Hour is a community service project sponsored by Holistic Naturopathic Medical Center here in Bellevue, Washington. We have made previous podcasts and blogs related to various topics on integrative health and medicine available on drdarvish.com. That's D-R-D-A-R-V-I-S-H.com. To learn more about medical and well-being services offered at Holistic, please visit holistic.com, H-O-L-I-S-T-I-Q-U-E.com. In honor of your health, this is Dr. Darvish signing off. Until next time.